You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today on the Give Your Life Away podcast, we come to Hebrews 12, 18 through 29. For you have not come to what may be touched, a blazing fire and darkness and gloom and a tempest, and the sound of a trumpet and a voice whose words made the hearers beg that no further messages be spoken to them, for they could not endure the order that was given. The order is this, if even a beast touches the mountain, it shall be stoned. Indeed, so terrifying was the sight that Moses said, I tremble with fear. But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable angels and feastal gathering, and to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. See that you do not refuse him who is speaking. For if they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, much less will we escape if we reject him who warns us from heaven. At that time his voice shook the earth, but now he has promised, yet once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. This phrase, yet once more, indicates the removal of things that are shaken, that is, things that have been made, in order that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And thus, let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe, because our God is a consuming fire. Now, in the first part of this section that I just read, the reader is telling the the, the, the writer of Hebrews is telling the reader of Hebrews that coming to Christ is not like a Mount Sinai experience, where the person is characterized by terror. And this was what happened in the Old Testament. The people came to Mount Sinai and they were all afraid, including, as this text says, Moses himself. A Jew would have understood when he says in verse 22, but you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable angels and feastal gatherings, and to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. So the reader of this epistle, this reader of Hebrews, would have understood the contrast between the terror of Mount Sinai and the exuberance of coming to Zion. When you came as an Old Testament believer to Zion or Jerusalem for the annual feasts, you were coming knowing that God dwelt there with his people. The presence of God was said to dwell there in the temple among his people. This was a joyful time where you were coming to meet with God and to meet with his people. The saints who arrived before you in their travels would greet you as you walked into the city. This is what the writer is teaching us about heaven. The saints that were made perfect are there, the same ones we read about in Hebrews 11. This would also include friends and family members who've died in Christ and gone before us. Angels are also there in feastal gathering. This is a celebration. And finally, the best part of heaven, our mediator, Jesus, is there. 
heaven is a place to long for. And I want to wrap up today by highlighting the fact that the writer of Hebrews is trying to persuade people to continue being faithful to Christ by motivating them both positively, as I've highlighted with heaven, and negatively. Both types of motivations are given in Scripture. The negative warning comes at the end of this passage. Basically, he's saying that since the invitation of this new covenant and the invitation of heaven itself is that much greater, we must not refuse him who is speaking to us any longer. Because as verse 29 says, our God is a consuming fire. So the writer calls out to people who are thinking about leaving the faith. He declares to them that there is a joyous celebration before them if they would continue trusting God. But he also warns them that there is an ever greater judgment if you reject this most amazing invitation that you've heard. I hope that you are one who will continue trusting Jesus today, continue trusting Jesus this week, this month, and this year, because there awaits for you a celebration with your Lord in the near future. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.